Libby. And I'm Farron. And this is the tip of the iceberg. I don't watch ghost porn. Hello and welcome to the spookiest podcast of all time. I don't know. Okay, what podcast has been spookier than the one we're about to share? I don't know the story you're going to read. Okay, but even if even if this was not that spooky at all, what looking back at our podcast... Oh, I thought you meant of all the podcasts ever made. No! Oh, well, none of our podcasts no, are spooky. I would never say that. There are some really spooky yeah, podcasts Yeah, super spooky there. podcasts. Absolutely. None no. of ours are spooky. That's, let me rephrase. The spookiest tip of the iceberg yeah. podcast... Yeah, okay, that's fair. ...in our history. Yeah. In our history. In our history. The whole less than a year. Okay, Britt. Were wow. you trying to be hurtful or was it an accident? I'm just saying, we got time. And we're going to set a precedent now. For spooky podcasts? Mm-hmm. I don't know how many spooky podcasts we'll do. Yeah. Well, I think people would argue that sexual assault is pretty spooky. And domestic violence is pretty spooky. Not to those of us who are robots, but to the regular <laughs> world, those things are spooky. I feel like there's also some, like, sexual assault creepy stuff that happens in spooky movies. Like, you know how the ghosts, like, try to, like, take the sheets and always off, yes. or they're, like, underneath the covers. Even horror movies objectify women. It's creepy. Yeah. Okay, wait, pause. So you're telling me, paranormal activity style, when they pull the sheet off... If they pull it's the sheet in the effort to sexually assault. Yeah. No, but like if they pull the sheet off and she's laying there in a skin tight white tank top with no bra, well, I, get I think that. that's objectifying. I, I think that's objectifying, but it sounded like what Brittany was saying that the point was of the ghost to sexually assault. I mean, oh, I feel like I that's where some of it starts to lead to, like in some of the rated R campy. Give me an example. I don't watch ghost porn. I mean, that's what it honestly starts to feel like sometimes. Like, it's, they definitely suggest, like, you know, where the girl or the young woman is sleeping and the ghost is, like, moving up, you know, under the covers. You can see the bulge or whatever. (laughs) What? (laughs) Like, you know, the movement under the covers. I think we're watching different movies. Did you know that there are ghosts that I feel like are called a succubus? Yeah. And those are female ghosts I've that molest men. Mm-hmm. And there's also incubus. Are they male ghosts that molest women? I don't know the difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I've read about those in like spooky ghost books. Well, I don't succubus know and ghosts. incubus. I think that there's like some kind of they're like evil, or, yeah, evil yeah. demon type ghosts, demons. Yeah. That like, yeah, sexually assault people. Well, that is not what our podcast is about. No, at but all. we could podcast about that because that's spooky. I guess we could. I guess we could. But today, we are talking about a domestic violence ghost story. Ooh. <laughs> oh, you're really good at that, Do it. Ooh. <laughs> I can't compete with that. No, me either. Not at all. I'm okay, mad. so, legend says... Oh, God, legend. Yes, legend says that there's a statue in Woodland Cemetery. I don't Where's know that? where that is. I don't it know. It doesn't say? I mean, you're slowing me down. Sorry. I just think it's worth knowing if it's here. It's, yeah. it, it's in the United States. Okay. Um, I don't know. I'll Moving find on. it. I assume. I assume I'll find it. Um, but there's a statue in Woodland Cemetery that's been there for a hundred years, and people report it being souped haunted. 
The statue? Yes. Hmm. In the cemetery. So really, really spooky things happened around this statue. And the statue is to commemorate someone that is lovingly deemed slapped lady. Slapped lady? (laughs) It really is. That's what they call her. Slapped lady. Maybe this isn't in the United States. (laughs) Maybe loosely translated, it's slapped lady. (laughs) I don't know. More strictly translated, it is the statue commemorating Osa Drummond Wilson. I believe that's in the United States because I but know she's an immigrant. Dead Baby Park. Yeah, like legally dead she's baby. She's probably park? an no. immigrant. Maybe. Her name's Osa. She's probably from Europe. Slapped Lady. Osa. Slapped Lady Osa. Slapped Lady Osa. <laughs> I wonder if that's what she was referred to when she was alive. Slapped Lady? Like, was this a, I just want to know when this term was applied. Yeah, I, I'm curious how old the statue is. That, 100 I think, years old. Oh. 100 so years old. it's 1919. That's Basically. not very old. Okay. Well, so, Osa Drummond Wilson is a mother of six, and she is described as the perfect woman in this time. Very faithful, raises a lot of babies, takes a slap like the best of them. <laughs> this is Osa. Apparently so well to be named after it. I know. The slapped lady. There were a lot of slapped ladies back in 1920. I know. And so she has to be something real special. Sure. Right? She sounds special to me. Yeah. So her statue, we'll get into her story in a little bit. But her statue, what happens around her statue is she died when she was pregnant. Very pregnant. Mm -hmm. And so her statue depicts a very pregnant Osa. Mm -hmm. And lore has it Mm -hmm. that... The belly of the statue, no matter what time of year it is, stays warm. Whoa, really? The statue is warm. Yeah. Whoa. And people report really spooky things happening around the statue. But the biggest, most common, like, thread is that the belly stays warm. Wow. That's creepy. I mean, and so there's, like, ghost tours, you know, everywhere you go there's ghost tours. And then there's this one person, this one dude. Actually, I think it's a lady. Nancy Livingston. Nancy Livingston of Lawrence County Historical Society. She hosts the annual ghost walk every year through the cemetery. And I take major issue with Nancy, Hmm. I will say. Because Nancy, when she's leading this ghost tour, she will go and stand right by Osa's statue. And then, like, be telling about poor Osa's life. And then all of a sudden, like, be, like, jump back as if she's been slapped by Osa. Because that's what most abused women do, is abuse other women. Because, you know, come on. I don't know. Wait, that's, that's what she says? Mm-hmm. No, Nancy Livingston, she says, like, that she is very dramatic about it, and she'll just be sitting there talking, and then a fake slap will fall upon her. So is Osa the slapped lady because she slaps people, or is she the slapped lady because she got beaten up a lot? She got beat. Okay. And we're going to get into that. But even this Nancy lady says that there's a lot that happens. Like the quote that I have here is, there can be explanations for this that some don't want to hear, but where they say there's a handprint, there is. And they can see a handprint. So she slaps people at the cemetery. I guess so. Osa does. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. I think it's just difficult to say because it's a damn cemetery. Yeah, there could be. So there's dead people everywhere. How do we know it's Osa Osa and not some asshole guy? From from the grave two two doors down. Yeah, he's her neighbor. I don't know. I don't like Nancy because Nancy says that she likes to play it up a lot because she doesn't feel like it's super real because everything that she's read speaks to her husband being a great husband. 
And so oh. she doesn't, you, you never really know what's happening, she says. You don't know what happens behind closed doors. <laughs> and it, mostly it's that Osa isn't getting slapped. And mostly it's that Osa is, has a great life. That's right. So, more on Osa. Osa Wilson was born in April of 1877, hmm. and she was a really happy lady. Hmm. She married Scott William Wilson. I assume Wilson is not. I'm trying to figure out if Wilson is her maiden name as it could well be as her married there name. There were a lot less people back then, so I don't think it was uncommon to marry someone with the same last name as you. And I think Possible. people were inbred. Impossible. Okay, so Osa Wilson married Scott Wilson. Wilson. Yep, in 1894. So how do some do some quick She was born in 1880. 1877. 1877. Township or whatever, and he was a very prominent member of their church. Mm-hmm. I think he was Episcopalian. Okay, and he kind of had it together. Okay, um, and because of that, no one really paid much mind sure. to that. It should be noted now that um, the the stretch of land that that William Scott William Wilson had and sold back in those days now stand vacant. Oh. Ooh. That's kind of spooky. S- spooky or Did they just not, they had six economic, children. Economic downturn. Well, where I don't, were all I their know. children? I don't know. Because once there were a half dozen houses near the river's edge where this place was, but it it has never been able to maintain itself. In the 1920s, it was an Ironton stove manufacturing company, and it built factories, but that didn't last super long, and now it's a vacant. Interesting. I assume because of ghosts. Yeah, I mean, that's the logical explanation. Right. For any ghost town. Right. So, what happened with Osa? Right? There's only one incident that we know of that was reported by a child, and I will recount that now. And we can kind of fill in the blanks by what we know about domestic violence. So how Osa was slain was she was, I want to say, seven months pregnant. Goodness. She was very, very pregnant. And what happened was she was, this is where the lore comes from, slapped by her husband and pushed down a flight of stairs to her death. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. So she was killed. Her child was killed. And it was game over so for Osa, Osa and company. Um, so that is the story. That said, that is not, like, that's what people were saying, but that was not the party line. Because this guy, as Nancy said earlier, was a super good dude. He was very well known in the community. He was just a really good husband, right? Yeah. And so because of that, the doctor pronounced her dead, and the cause of death was neuritis. Am I saying that right? Uh-huh. Neuritis. Which, what is that, Baron? I, I assume that that would be like an inflammation of the nerves. Oh, no. We got to do our job. <laughs> okay. So, neuritis. 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 It's, it's an inflammation of the nerves. An inflammation of the nerves. That's yeah. been confirmed. Okay. So, yes. Neuritis was the cause of death with the contributing factor of colitis, which is 
inflammation of the colon. Right. So that's how dear. How would inflammation of the colon cause you to fall down a flight of stairs? Wait, the doctor wasn't acknowledging that she fell down the stairs no, at all. No, no, no. That's not in any of the reports. That's okay, not anything. But that's what people That's said how she happened. died. Yeah. But that's the... That's not what the doctor said. What actually happened was that she was pushed down the stairs. Yeah. Right. Oh, my God. But she she died of neuritis. So don't try and tell that doctor that she was pushed down the stairs because he's not having it. Wow. No. No, and so in this article that I found, it's interesting. So there's a doctor from Marshall University Medical School... Um, his name's Dr. John Walden, and he says that neuritis is really a catch-all term, and it doesn't say a whole lot. And even more than that, it would be really unlikely to describe someone with an injury as having neuritis. He said that they, there would be no reason to tie those two together in any way. But then he says, but I wasn't there, so I don't know. Could have been, it could have been a medical mystery. <laughs> Yeah, but he says like he he has no idea what the doctor was thinking when he wrote that because it doesn't make any sense. Well, you know, doctors back in the old days didn't go to medical school. Like in the really old days, they didn't. I think that there was or they went they went to not in like the eighteen hundreds. Yeah, there was though because of uh, not in Laramie because in the Laramie history books the doctors went to like they had like a bachelor's degree they didn't go to like med school and do residency. I don't think it was good, but who's the guy that killed all those people in that murder house in Chicago that with all the different? Oh yeah, I I watched a documentary about him and he went to a medical. He did. Yeah, so they had medical school, but I don't know how strict the. But you didn't have to. You didn't have to go to medical school to practice medicine. So maybe we're assuming too harshly of this doctor. I think this doctor could have just been an, a country doctor that didn't have a medical. Well, doctor. it makes like sense to me because dies. I am not a doctor and I know nothing about practicing medicine. And so I assume if I were in the same boat as him and a woman came in with like broken ribs, a dead baby, dead, and thought like bruising everywhere, I would say this seems like an internal issue. Yeah. This seems like diarrhea. Yeah, this seems like this is a stomach bug. She was killed by a stomach bug. It doesn't really matter that her shoulder is dislocated. It's all on the nerves. Who knows? Right? Right? Yeah, that's totally logical. Makes sense to me. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> so Osa passes away, begins haunting almost immediately, oh I would God. assume. Immediately she's haunting. Haunting what? The house? No, the, the statue. So uh, why did so they, why put, they up put up a statue? statue? I think that what was I great about Osa that they I don't put know because she was the perfect woman, is what they said. I mean, a lot she of women just, back then had babies. I don't know if that was a family women. that put up the statue. So I why do know. they call her the slapped lady if it was if it? Because I think everybody knew nobody what was believes happening. the doctor. I think everybody knew what they was all happening. believed. They just, all knew that she was abused. Yeah, kind of like like Weinstein in Hollywood. People are like, oh yeah, he's great. He's yeah, and everyone's like. Everyone knew that podcast can't see me rolling my eyes. Yeah, everybody knew what was going on, but also there was nowhere on the record. Nothing was, you know. I don't think official. Yeah, everybody just knew the guy was a creep. Right. Also, like, why would something like that start, like a rumor like that start, unless there was? I think everybody knew, but nobody helped poor Osa, Mm -hmm. so she died. People turned the other cheek a lot back Mm -hmm. then. Didn't you say something about a child reporting something? Yeah, well, and I think that's I think that's where it came the, from. The, the, the kid like their was child, like this, the kid talked about how his dad was abused, how the dad was abusive to them. Yeah, but in like whispered tones. Yeah. I mean, this was a hundred years ago, and so it wasn't like I'm reporting to my local DFS agency. It was like I'm putting an article in 
in touch magazine. Right. I'm tweeting about it real quick. No, no it was just like, I think that's, that's he started, what we're led to believe. He said it and then it kind of started a rumor. Yeah. And I think people, people just must've known. Wow. That's really And I think sad. it's hard to keep that kind of a secret. Mm-hmm. I think even today without social media, without anything, if your neighbor is getting beat up, like you kind of know. Yeah. You kind of know, like there's bruising, there's yelling, there's like, you might not know for sure and you might think it's their business, but a lot of times you kind of know a little bit mm-hmm. what's happening. Not always, but a lot of times. Um, just to check in on our friend Scott here, the the renowned. Who's he, Scott? That's her husband. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. So he waited the appropriate nine months to a year before he married again. And then began all again. And we don't have a lot of Did details he about that. beat up that woman? I don't know. I can only assume. Probably, yes. The answer I can is only yes. assume. But when he died, this is so sweet. When he died, his obituary, you know, there was an obituary in the newspaper. And, and the quote was, he was a builder in all sense of the words. He was active in the incorporation, plotting and growth of the village of Melrose, and he carried on an extensive insurance business in addition to his countless real estate transactions. All around a good guy. That's not what... Osa didn't have an obituary, so... Who's to say? Hmm. You know. But that's Osa's story. So when you go by Osa's statue in the cemetery, you're liable to get smacked? You, you get smacked good. Unless you're Nancy, who just gets fake smacked. I do not like Nancy. I don't know. I don't like Nancy. Because she thinks it's just a tall tale. Because there's no record of him being anything but perfect. Hmm. So so for her, it's not that a ghost can't be slapping people. Right. It's, it's that she doesn't believe that Osa died that way. Yeah. I believe this is in Germany. Oh. Yep. Yep. Upon further inspection, it is in Germany. Which makes perfect sense now, Osa. Yeah, a German I was going to say, she had to have either immigrated from there or it is there. Yep, so if you're ever in Germany and you want to get slapped by a domestic violence victim, oh God. <laughs> check out Woodland Cemetery because <laughs> you'll have the time of your life. Does it snow there? I think so. I just picture her statue all snowy except for this big round. <laughs> glowing. Glowing <laughs> belly. And, and on Halloween they put glow sticks around it. Because it's always warm. It's always warm. That's creepy. Yeah, that's creepy. I don't know. I'm just trying to think of, like, if I were a person that had died by domestic violence, what I would be like as a ghost. Like, who would I target? That would be so sad. You know what I mean? Like, say we believe in ghosts and that my afterlife is haunting. That's my new purpose. Got the business cards. Like, that's ready to roll. That's what I'm doing. Unfinished business. My unfinished, unfinished business is haunting. I can't quite imagine... That I would just be slapping people in cemeteries. I wonder what dead perpetrators are like. Do they slap people in cemeteries? Because they slap people in real life. <laughs> I feel like most, if there are ghosts, most of them probably were not great people in real life. Um, really feel that way? Yeah. I feel if like, there are ghosts. What about yeah. Casper? Casper's I mean, great. Casper was well, a like, great okay, kid. I guess the ones that you see in horror movies and stuff. Well, yeah, but, like, you talk about, like... you watch ghost porn, and that's the kind of horror movies that you watch. So I don't think that's a really reliable... Because I know people, like, in Laramie, who live in old houses in the tree area, and their houses are haunted, and their ghosts are really pretty great. Okay, I guess I have to rescind that and just specify that 
the ghosts that do slap people around. I well, sure. I think are probably. I don't think they're nice if they're slapping people. That's why I have a huge. But some ghosts like turn on the lights for you in the morning and get your coffee started. That's oh, really sweet. I want that ghost. See, and I just don't feel like Osa would be the kind of ghost that would just be slapping yeah. people. No, I bet it's Scott sitting on her statue, refusing <gasps> to let her rest That's in peace. The violent jealousy. And when people come by, he smacks them. He's like, you cannot be around her. Yeah, this is mine. She is mine. My wife. Not only that, do not mourn for her. Right. There's no Because here. she also died of colitis. She died of colitis. And Get, carpal tunnel syndrome. You hear me, German citizens. Yeah. Colitis. Maybe that's who it is slapping people. Again, I don't know how you can distinguish who's slapping people in the middle of a cemetery. I mean, I actually, okay. That's like trying to distinguish who's crying in a room full of infants. I could totally see that happening. I don't know why there aren't stories about this. Because perpetrators of domestic violence are so clingy. I know. And they follow, like, some some people who get out of an abusive relationship. We've talked about this before. We've talked about this. They never get rid of their perpetrator. Never. And I can't imagine that that would stop at death. No. If they, and then he dies and then she, he, oh, she can't even get rid of him then. No. Because now he's sitting next to her statue. So maybe the slapping is him and the, the warm, warm belly is the baby is the, well, so where's she? In the belly. (laughs) Keeping it warm, I guess. Right. But if the baby. Oh, and then where's Oso? Oso's the statue. Yeah. Well, Osa, the, the statue is cement. I'm just saying, maybe she's part just of the statue. Just watching it all happen. Yeah. Similarly to real life survivors Sad. of domestic violence. Let's take a turn. You know, something, so, number one, it may not surprise you guys to learn that I listen to podcasts that have, you know, paranormal stuff in them. Ghosts slowly Ghosts. and seductively lifting sheets. From... I mean, so that's not in them. Oh, okay. That's just in horror movies. Um... But something that I have noticed, like, listening to a lot of stories from people who've experienced, like, paranormal activity in their home that isn't nice is that it actually is really similar to the cycle of domestic violence in that, you know, like, you don't move in and then things immediately start. Or it's not like you are going to look at the house before you buy it and things immediately start moving around and being creepy like it's only after you move in and you're invested in this home and you're trapped and you're trapped that things slowly start and usually it's not scary stuff that starts usually it's like they try to you know it's like little things that turn are the lights on or, and start your coffee how yeah. long have your friends in the tree area lived there a long time and they um live in a huge victorian home and they just sold it and moved and i said is your house we had talked about how their house is haunted and they explained like, yes. And some of the stuff they'd experienced. And they said, and I'm actually really nervous for the people who move in when we move because she, the ghost really loves us. And I don't think she's going to be pleased when we leave. Oh, no. So I wonder about this family that moved in. I wonder if the ghost would follow them to the new place. I don't think so. She's pretty tied to that house. Her husband built it, but I think she might be like, what you doing in my house to this new family? Because she really liked the couple that lived there before. She's, they said she was great. They didn't, like, talk to her. But, like, she, they just knew she was there. And she didn't bother. And she didn't scare them. But they knew she was there. That's the kind of ghost I want to be. Well, minus some low-key hijinks and pranks. But I want to I be a ghost that people are like, yeah, she was nice. She's nice. She makes me feel special and safe. She was a nice ghost. She looked out Apparently that's how this ghost was, but he said that he got the feeling that she was very protective of the of them and of the house and that when they left she How long did they pissed. live there? 
probably five or six years. But you have to think that, like, the ghost would have had other families there before and that maybe it just takes a little bit to warm up to a new family. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I hope that she's not making these people's lives a living hell because they paid $600,000 for that house. Wow. So that'd be too bad. Did they have to disclose that there's a ghost? No. So my friend is a real estate agent in Laramie, and I said, if you know that somebody has died in a house or that a a house is haunted, do you have to tell a buyer? And she said, no. It's up to the agent. It's not. She said, you don't have to. Wow. Isn't that crazy? So get yourself a real estate agent that you know will be honest with you. Well, I think that would be a big selling point for me. Like, a ghost. She wants wants the kind of ghost that, like, pulls the sheets off real slow, you know? Turns down the bed at night. That's right. A good lady maid. (laughs) Well, whether you bought a $600,000 haunted house or you have a domestic violence ghost story or you think that this is so disrespectful and how dare we, um, thanks for listening. (laughs) We welcome all opinions. That's right. It is what it is. <laughs> and I, we hope you're enjoying this spooky, spooky season because we are as well. Yeah, we are. And domestic violence happens in the spookiest of seasons and in the least spooky of seasons. Mm-hmm. So if you have a good domestic violence ghost story or just a good ghost story, <laughs> send them our way because we we love that stuff. Yeah. We need a good ghost story occasionally. That's keeps right. things Keeps things spicy. <laughs> Well, thanks for listening to our spooky story. Brittany, do it again. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs>